It's time for the Drive Stop 4 at 4. Hour number two of the drive underway. It's time for the top four at four. It's brought to you by Knoxville Smiles. Tucker Harlan, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, several moves have been made both to and from Tennessee in the transfer portal this weekend. Defensive end Tyler Barron and defensive back Tamarion McDonald have both transferred to Ole Miss. The Vols have landed Notre Dame tight end Holden Stays, Juco defensive lineman Jamal Wallace, and MTSU defensive back Jacoby Thomas. What is the biggest need for Tennessee at this point in the portal? Okay, so you've already got your tight end. May want to stock up a little bit more on DBs. Um, maybe get you another quarterback, but it's so tough because you know you got to tell that guy that's coming in you're the insurance That's a good plan. point. The, the quarterback might be the, the biggest need, yeah. but I'm, I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't either, and you know, obviously with all these O-linemen saying – we're coming back for another year. That's going to push any interest in coming to Tennessee away. Yeah, for me, it is defensive back, safety. I, I, I would look for another safety, quite frankly. I, I love Jacoby Thomas as a pickup, but I think you need more help back there. And uh, another corner, if you can find one. Just the best, best defensive backs you can find, period. And then I think another receiver. Yeah, and it looks like good. Tennessee's very much in the hunt for one right now with Brazil. Yeah, I, I would take Chris Brazil from, from Tulane and, and be pretty yeah. satisfied with what you've got there. Assuming everybody that's there, you know, Nimrod, Webb, Leacock, all stay and continue to develop. If, yeah. Is it one, one more of those dudes leaves, I think you almost have to go back and find another one. I'm seeing the crystal balls look good for him and Jermon McCoy, too. It, and Brew McCoy has not – made any official announcement yeah we were all just sort of penciling him in but that's not done yet no we'll we'll see what happens there Uh, he could come back for another year though if he wants it at number two tennessee has moved up four spots into the top 10 at number eight in the latest ap basketball poll uh the vols are just one of three sec teams in the poll right now they are one spot ahead of kentucky who is sitting at number nine and ole miss is in for the first time this hey. year at 25. Look at old boy down there. And they played in San Antonio. They beat Cal. Yeah. Cal's not very good. Chris Beard. His first real test will be up here. Who did Auburn play yesterday? USC. They're 5-5. Five and five. Who won that game? Auburn, Auburn is. No, USC's 5-5. Five and five. <clears throat> They've actually I've heard won. Auburn looks really improved from last year. Yeah, because they – I guess they lost Wendell Green, which is maybe addition by subtraction for them. Mm. Um, but that Janai Broom kid's still playing well down there. And they've got a couple other veterans that have been there four or five years now too. So, it's interesting they're not in the top 25 just yet. At number three, Tennessee landed 2024 three-star wide receiver Braylon Harmon from Knoxville Catholic this morning. Harmon will join the Vols as a preferred walk-on, and he has committed two days ahead of National Signing Day. Harmon? Yeah. Catholic? Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't expect him, him to have a huge impact. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. If he's playing, we got problems. But I'm glad he's here. This year, yes. Who knows? <laughs> oh, we're, we're leaving the door open. Sure. You never know. You never know. 
Yeah. And finally, at number four, Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels has announced that he will enter the NFL draft and forego the ReliQuest Bowl against Wisconsin on New Year's Day. He accounted for nearly 5,000 all-purpose yards and 50 touchdowns in 2023 for LSU. It's sad, man. What, that it's not going to be a all-time performance for it's sad Jane Daniels that in that bowl? young man is going to throw away a chance to play in the ReliQuest Bowl? <laughs> I mean, I just remember growing up as a wee lad and – grandparents would be in town my my grandpa and my dad would be in the den in their leather chairs and they would be sitting there after supper chatting quietly amiably what did they call that bowl game when you were growing up the reliquest bowl yeah it was the reliquest bowl they would look at me with a twinkle in their eyes and say young russ russell come here yes papa yes we're going to watch the ReliQuest Bowl. Three generations of Smith men. It's what we do, the ReliQuest Bowl. And Jaden Daniels is just turning his nose up at that. All that tradition, all those possible memories. He's, he just doesn't want them. Not interested. No. Sad. That What you just said was completely false. Sad. And I'm pretty you're, sure you're Tennessee accusing played. me. Of, being of embellishing wrong. my childhood? No, just it wasn't always called the Rely Quest Bowl. You watch your mouth. It was a Hall of Fame bowl. It was played from eighty five. The Rely Quest Bowl to ninety five. You're gonna tell me? You know who won the first? That Rely Quest was not. I remember uh, it was Philip Fulmer's first win as full time head coach Tennessee over Boston College in the Hall of Fame Bowl, nineteen ninety three. Young Philip Fulmer getting it done, huh? Well. Heath Schuler, pulling the trigger, baby. Oh, we were loaded. Garner, little man, Hayden. Maybe Mose Phillips at that point. Yeah, he was on the 92 team. Just loaded. Absolutely loaded with talent. Oh, glory days. Well, I hope you find your pot of gold, Jaden Daniels, because you'll never have another chance to play. In the Relay, I can't even say it. Relay Quest Bowl. The first one in the Hall of Fame Bowl before, which preceded the Relay Quest Bowl. Boston College defeated Georgia 27 to 24. How about that? So many times we played in it. You were right, right? We, do you remember the score of our game with them? They were ranked. Boston College is ranked higher than us. We man. cooked them pretty good, as I recall. 38 23. And I'm pretty sure, let me double check. Ooh, yeah, that was I, – I forgot. Well, then it became the Outback Bowl. Yeah, the Vols. It's been like – what are you doing on here? It's been like three different bowls. That was the, uh, was the old Outback Bowl. I celebrate tradition. Butch Jones played it, but it was the yeah. Outback Bowl. We beat Northwestern. Yeah. Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Butch Jones is ass. That was actually where Philip Fulmer had his last bowl game. Went against Wisconsin in 2007. Really? Oh, so it was his first game and his last bowl game. Yeah. But that, it's kind of eerie, isn't Do it? Do what? That was where Philip Fulmer's last All right, last that bowl is the top four at four. It's brought to you by Knoxville Smiles. You check them out online, knoxvillesmiles.com. It's where I go for all my dental work. They do great work 
at Knoxville Smiles. You're going to love it. Give them a call to set up your appointment today, 865-539-1776, online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Let's get Rusty in here next. Rusty, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Thanks, fellas. Uh, I, I and some friends were talking about the Chip Kelly thing the other day. One of them sent it to me on Twitter and watched it. He's on to something, and it sounds to me like he wants to be, because he knows he might be done at UCLA soon, he wants to be the commissioner of that whole thing whenever it comes to pass. Which, yeah, I was thinking I about think that. He's really smart. He's a really smart dude, yeah. Um, and he probably would actually govern it pretty well. I think what he's saying is the top division needs to go to 64, and that 64 be like, you know, they can take sponsorship offers from Nike or Amazon or whoever, but you're still going to have to have that, those 64 teams divided up. So what you need to do is go to the separate and have the Big Ten swallow up everybody that they're swallowing up and become 32 teams, us swallow up the ACC, some of the old teams, the old Texas schools that used to be in the old Southwest Conference and have the SEC 32 teams and the Big Ten 32 teams governed by Amazon or whoever, and Chip Kelly is the the, the star of the whole thing. You like that idea? And then you, and then you can go back to like four, you can have four divisions in the SEC where you have the old Southwest Conference, basically, the division, the West. Then you can have the North Division, which is like, I don't know, the Kentuckys and West Virginia and um, Maryland or whoever, and, and Clemson and South Carolina and with all those things. And you can have the East with all the Florida schools and Georgia and Georgia Tech, et cetera. And then, the, you know, the, the South can be the, the traditional old real SEC that we grew up with, which was Auburn and Bama and Tennessee and Ole Miss and Mississippi State and LSU, we can go back to that. And then the division winners, the first place in all in the four divisions from the SEC, they get to host a playoff game. And the second place teams from each division, they got to go to a road playoff game, and you get a 16-team playoff because you get eight from the SEC and eight from the Big Ten that way, and you got a playoff built in with no committee having to vote on it. It's just finish first or second year division, and you're either the home team or the away team in the first round of playoffs. I don't and dismiss it out of hand. I don't dismiss it out of hand, all Rusty. But I feel, I feel like it would be that that feels like an end result that is two or three steps away, right? And, and you and college football has to evolve to to get to that point. And I'm just wondering how how long that might take to get there. I mean, it it could be. And I like what Chip Kelly says about. I've been saying this for like ten years on the drive that. You need to take football out of it, right? Like football should just be its its own thing for a variety of reasons. And volleyball, basketball, the other sports that play more often should be treated differently from a scholarship standpoint, a revenue distribution standpoint, and a scheduling standpoint. Right, for sure. I mean, men's soccer, there's a bunch of teams that, you know, I guess there's ACC teams that don't really have a conference and they have to be in a different conference because there's not men's soccer for all the ACC teams. There's all those options that football needs to be its own separate entity and governed by two conferences in the big league and then, the, then there can be a lower division of what's the MAC and all those schools. But, but the, the main thing is you're right, it is probably three steps away. But we're not that far from the ACC and the Big 12 developing 
or sorry, dissolving, and the SEC and the Big Ten swallowing those teams up. We're we're real close to Florida State, Clemson, Miami, and those teams jumping the ACC and that thing crumbling in football, and us or the Big Ten scooping them up. And then it's not going to be long till Kansas State and Kansas and Colorado and those teams all crumble the Big Twelve, and those teams get swallowed up by one of the two bigs. We're we're, we're not far from that. Let's let, let's. A couple times of this whole playoff system where you get an automatic bid from the uh, Big 12 and you get an automatic bid from the ACC champion, those two getting in, a couple a couple of the real teams deserving to be there gets left out because Kansas wins the Big 12 and and the other conferences are going to start dissolve, or just start eating up the, the old Big 12 and the mm-hmm. old ACC. Um, I will say this about Chip, though. He's wrong on one thing. Or he, he's right on this. We're gonna to have to get a point to a point where there's there's the players are getting paid through, the football players are getting paid through the university their employees. We're gonna to have to get to that. Um, but NIL is not going away. That's never gonna pass. You're never gonna be able to t- tell players again in a court of law. Uh, you, you can't go sign autographs and make twenty thousand dollars for an autograph signing. So NIL is staying, Chip. That's not changing. But we do we do need some some contractual stuff with players. Are, are getting paid and getting some of this cut that, you know, where coaches are getting $9 million and players are getting whatever they're getting through NIL. Agreed. Agreed, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how we get there. Right. I mean, we were out of Power 5. Right now we're to Power 4 next year. We're just doing Power 4 <laughs> yes. and then the highest-ranking, I don't know, Sun Belt team or the highest-ranking MAC team or the – highest ranking Mountain West or whatever that is, that's going to be the fifth automatic bid. And then seven at-larges. Well, it also feels like we're playing this weird version of college football survivor where teams are getting voted off the island. And Oregon State and Washington State got voted off this year. And I just wonder who survives the next round. Is it, you know, the Kansas States, Iowa States, the Syracuses, the Boston College like, is there going to be room for these teams and what Chip Kelly is talking about, what you're talking about? Well, well, I, well I'm telling you right now, I've got it down to I, – I wrote it all down a couple of days ago. At 64, Oregon State, Washington State would be included in the Big Ten with Washington and Oregon. Um, everybody from the ACC would be included. Notre Dame would be included. Everybody from the current Big 12 would be included. It would, it would, it would count out some teams like Boise State. But that's really it. Yeah. It would it, it would basically all the big boys and the independents, which right, Oregon State and Washington State are the same as Notre Dame next year. They're they're two independent teams basically. They they gotta get into they gotta get into the playoff mm. as an independent. <laughs> well maybe they can which do it. I'm pulling for them. For, yeah, hey, I hope they both go twelve and or they can't go twelve and because they I hope one of them goes twelve and zero and the other one eleven and one. Yeah. And Notre Dame win goes six and six yeah. while I'm at it. Good right, stuff, good. Rusty. Appreciate you, man. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show. 546-8200. Quick timeout. We're back with more right after this. The Drive. Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues. Boy, uh, Richard Mendehall sure has the internet in a tizzy mm. today. Where did did he play it? In Pittsburgh. Where did he play in college? Marshall, right? 
Uh, no, I believe he was from like Illinois, maybe. I was gonna say Colorado. I believe Let's he see. played at Illinois. Yeah, Illinois, huh? He's from Skokie. He's from Skokie. He ain't from Saugatuck. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's from Saugatuck. So, Rashad, Rashard, Rashard? Yeah, Rashard Mendenhall today says on Twitter, where all great social discourse occurs, quote, I'm sick of average white guys commenting on football. Y'all not even good at football. Can we please replace the Pro Bowl with an all-black versus all-white bowl so these cats can stop trying to teach me who's good at football? I'm better than your goat. <laughs> You're not hmm. better than Peyton Manning. Yeah, going to have to say no to that. No. It's a goat running back? <clears throat> it's just goat, period. Uh, is he saying that he's better than uh, he's Christian not, McCaffrey? He's not better no. than Derrick Henry. I, I don't can think tell he you is. That. Well, Derrick, man. Derrick, I don't know if you realize this, Tucker, but <laughs> Derrick yeah. Henry, not Caucasian. <laughs> no. That's true. But he's also, I mean, he's just Your pre- goat. Yeah, exactly. Is Christian McCaffrey the best white running back of all time? No. Who's better? He's pretty damn good. Um, John Riggins. You just instinctively said no because you couldn't. I don't know why you instinctively said no to that, but then like the first guy you could think of was John Riggins. Is there somebody no, I mean, from like Chris McCaffrey is one of the best running backs. Uh, we'll see how his career plays out, but he's one of the uh, top talents that's come to the league in a in a generation. Sure, I'll tell you it's wild. You know, I think we may have talked about this. If we have. We can just skip over it. But you know how they have those mascot games. Where the mascot just brutalize yeah. the kids. There is video of one where the McCaffrey bro he's got a brother, the McCaffrey boys. Hey, Christian's like maybe ten years old, and he is absolutely cooking those mascots. They can't touch him. He's like eight years old running around out there. Maybe I should just shut my mouth and continue to take phone calls here and not even wade into this particular minefield, but Mendenhall was garbage when he was at Steelers. Am I? Am I? Does it make me a bad person, a divisive person, to say that I actually really want to see this? I don't know. To me, I can't get past (laughs) the fact that this is part of the problem. Why we we can't? It's part of our one step forward, two steps back when it comes to things like this and society it's just like it's it's something just really stupid to say it's one of the dumbest things i've heard in quite some it's time. dumb if taken literally but let's uh be honest he was being like, serious bro we we uh I, I don't know man i'm i'm not gonna be the guy who will uh like name my black friends for you but generally the ones that i have that are sports guys like this is the kind of thing that we talk about, right? Like we joke around like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, there's uh, the the white cornerback uh, back there. Is Jason Seahorn back there uh, carrying the flag for Caucasia. <laughs> I mean, I don't – I mean, they're – I feel like Team Caucasian – I mean, we, we're going to have quarterbacks. We're going to have quarterback options. We've We've got McCaffrey. We've got the best tight end in football. We're going to be fine up front on the offensive line. Skill positions? Problematic. But we've got Cooper Cup. 
Problem problem's going to be we aren't going to have very good corners. No, but here, here's here's the thing, though. This is where you get into the Dave Chappelle racial draft. Is there's got to be a couple of mixed corners out there, you know, guys that you wouldn't think of. They got a white mama or dad or something like that, you know. Like for where where does Mahomes go? Right. So there there's going to be a couple of who gets Puka Nakua. The Samoans do typically how this works. Well, we're not when, talking when you're, about, when you're when you're half something. Yeah, a good rule of thumb is if the clan doesn't care that the other half is white, they're still going to do something horrible to you. Wait, no, what now? Then you identify as as the minority. Just a really good rule of thumb. So we don't get Puka. No, mm. Puka Nakua is a, he's a he's from the I mean he's. I don't know what uh, he's from the Pacific Rim. He's from Samoa. All right, so we got uh, obviously the secondary is going to be. We got Harrison Smith back there holding it down. Granted, Walter on the back Boy end, himself on the back end of his career, he's there. Uh, there is a white corner on the Broncos. I looked it on up. The practice squad. They, they do exist. No, like he's on the roster. There's a white corner on the Dolphins practice squad. Granted, we're going to have to play a lot of zone. We're going to have to get creative. Zone. Here. What kind of damn zone are we going to play against Tyreek Hill, dude? We're going to have to get creative. That guy looks like he's shot out of a out of a cannon. Line up, run the ball, keep the clock moving, control time of possession. Look, I'm not even really saying that I want to win because that I, feels I'm just, like I'm just talking about <laughs> a, 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 bad position a, 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 about out. the defensive line that our line's going to have to block. Aaron Donald. We would have the Bosa brothers. That's true. Maybe J.J. Watt comes out of retirement. We got. I, I can't, we can't got, believe we're devoting this much time to something dumb that Mendenhall said. We got the the Kelsey brothers. So you got tight end, the best tight end in football, the best center in football. I mean, that's. You think Jason's a uh, Hall of Famer? Probably. I mean, it's, he seems to be. Dude, have you seen those videos? Cole Kublik, I, I know the guy went to Auburn. A lot of people in this fan base kind of meh on him sometimes. But mm-hmm. he's a great, like, those isolated, uh, they're hilarious to watch. Uh, he tweets out those videos, ISO videos, of offensive linemen uh, running like 30 miles an hour and then crushing defensive backs. It's incredible. Half the time it's Trey Smith or, uh, oh, What's his name from uh, Trent? Uh, uh, Trent Williams? Williams. Yeah. I love how anytime a fight starts and everybody's really – everybody's about it until Trent gets to the – Yeah, you don't want to mess with that guy. And, and then it's just like, boom, lights come on and the cockroaches scurry. They all take off running. <clears throat> Secondary is an issue. Could have to coach around it. Yeah. Maybe Christian McCaffrey can give us a couple of snaps at corner two. Two-way players. (laughs) Come on, man. You going to throw Adam Thielen out there? At corner or certainly at receiver, I would imagine he'd be in the rotation. Uh, But make him a two-way player if you have to. Uh, You're going to have to get creative on the backhand, I think, Tucker. Uh Goes without saying. So, I'm sure that'll be the – 
focal point of conversation on the interweb. So a lot of productive conversation. I feel like we got through that in pretty good. Without yeah, I'll, go, I'll stand by my original lines. point. Richard Mendenhall, brain donor. Well, he played American tackle football professionally. He probably took some hits to the head. Yeah, I don't think hits to the head had anything to do with this. And if nothing else, he just gave us five to ten solid minutes of content here on the drive. He sure did. And I appreciate him for it. The way I remembered, he was straight garbage. He may have had one good year with them. Jamie is next. What's up, Jamie? <laughs> so, who's our coach? Andy Reid. Who's their coach? Probably damn Tony <laughs> Dungy. <laughs> Your boy, Mike Tomlin. <laughs> we win. <laughs> we win. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, 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 Jamie. First of all, you sound a little too happy. Maybe take a little bit of the voice, uh, bass out of your voice. <laughs> Second I'd of like all, it would probably be D'Amico Ryans. You don't know that. You don't know that. They got Gerard Mayo over there, man. Smart guy. Who? Um, We had some – the, the Steelers have some coordinators, too, that are some smart guys and can't overcome dumb head coaching. But, yeah, is, is it is it inappropriate to say the athleticism would not belong to us on that football field? Not inappropriate at all when you're talking about secondary play. I'll go ahead and tell you that right now because they're starting – guard. what, is it Gardner? What, is it Gardner, the place for the Jets? Is it Gardner? Sauce. One? Sauce, yeah. I mean, he's he's locking down one corner for sure. Mm-hmm. So if we the the check mark the check mark would go in the box against us for athleticism. How about cerebral? Who gets that one? Toss we up. Check that box? I mean, you're talking about come on, Barry. Professional football players, Jamie. I, I, think, right. I, I think it's Am a toss-up. Wait, are you asking? idiots. Are you asking me like, which race. which race has the 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 edge? <laughs> In, in, in intelligence? Yeah, I think you're skirting the line, Jamie. <laughs> Dancing right. over it and oh, ignoring the fact that, with the well, exception we, of buddies of ours that played football, I found most of them, they not... Got geniuses just, and dullards on both sides of that equation. Yeah. Gerard Mayo is smarter than anybody in this conversation right now. I guarantee you that. Well said, Russ. Very diplomatic. Um Guys, I came with receipts today because I, I, I think I spoke out of school about Tomlin the other day, but I've got a uh, nice little screenshot of him. It, he has only won three playoff games since 2010. And then, he, you know, he's lost three games to losing for, uh, pro, losing teams this year. Since the last time we spoke, he went to Indianapolis and took a 13 nothing lead and turned around and gave up 30 straight. Um, had a chance to kick a 57-yard field goal to cut it to a, to a one-score game and Decided to punt it instead. He's really smart, really smart head coach, especially for somebody who's been there as long as him. Who, but, who's um, the court? Is it uh, Trubisky still quarterback right now? Uh, they named Rudolph yeah. quarterback today, Mason Rudolph. And you guys are seven and seven with Kenny Pickett, Mitchell Trubisky, and Mason Rudolph as your quarterbacks. I, yeah. I would say anybody who can get that situation to five hundred at this point in the season is a damn good coach. Just my opinion. I don't follow it as about, closely as you do. What about the last twelve years when we had when we had Ben Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger? What's your excuse then? I mean, he's in the playoffs every other year. He won a Super Bowl. No, I mean, no, I know you no. want to win every year, but no, you're not in the playoffs every other year with Mike Tomlin. 
I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry. That's just that's just factually inaccurate. I feel um, like we looked this up last uh, week and well, it didn't go uh, well for you. Well, 60 seconds, I'll just read it off for you. Uh, let's see. No playoffs in 2019, no playoffs in 2018, one and done to Blake Bortles in 2017. Uh, let's see. We beat backup Matt Moore at home uh, in 2016, beat backup A.J. McCarron in 2015. Jamie, I'll, I'll simplify this for you. The yeah. guy's been a head coach for 17 years. He's been to the playoffs 10 times. That is literally it more is, than it, every other year. It is. How about this? He's won a playoff game four year, four out of those 17 uh, years. Yeah. Careful, don't march your back posts. moving those goalposts, goal Jamie. It's pretty heavy. All right, so so just making the playoffs as a Pittsburgh Steelers is now is now the standard. You don't have to you don't have to win a game in the playoffs as a Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh freaking Steelers, the the benchmark for greatness in the NFL. All you got to do you don't have to win a playoff game. You just have to make it. Did you really just say that? No, and then, and I, I really and didn't. Young Tucker, but you're putting you and words Tucker in my both mouth. tried to shame me like I just oh, said Jamie. something that was ridiculous. Jamie, you, you, I, I'm trying to throw you this life preserver, man. You gotta, you gotta stop yeah. talking long enough to take it, man. You're drowning, Jamie. We're losing you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I, hey, um, making the playoffs, great, great. If you're the Giants, the Jets, the Bears, uh, but when you're uh, when you're the Steelers, they actually, you know, uh, believe it or not, at Pittsburgh, we ask that you win a playoff game. Uh, more than three times in the last 12 years. Is mm. that too much to ask? Mm. Come on, fellas. Mm. Come on, fellas. Somebody somebody help me out here. Make it make sense. Um, but, guys, you know, I'm this Jaden Daniels, it's not, that's not the first time that's going to happen at LA, you know, setting out the bowl game. And uh, I don't understand why they don't just include that in the NIL. You know, we've got you, we've got you by the – by the huevos now, how about this? You're going to show up and play in the damn bowl game. You ain't getting paid. You know, how's that? How you like them apples? I mean, I would imagine that there is some contractual language. I mean, maybe he does does forfeit a, a chunk of money, but, I mean, I, I would imagine that an entire NIL contract is going to be dependent on you playing in a bowl game. So, I mean, keep in mind, like, it's – technically not supposed to be pay for play even though that's what it is right it's it, you know we're talking about advertising or endorsement contracts essentially here so uh, it's it's hard but i i don't think that you're going to be i don't i don't know man i i don't know how these contracts look like it's part of the mystery of this process and nil is I don't know how you can write that in there. And would it stand up in court where you're going to make a kid pay back all this money if he doesn't play in the ReliaQuest poll? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that could be a marketing black eye for a university of football program. So I don't think mm-hmm. that there are many coaches wanting to. And look, I mean, they might be kind of in the same situation that Tennessee is where you're in the freaking Hall of Fame Bowl. It's game is invisible, man. I don't even know who they're playing in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Kelly might be wanting to move along just kind of like Tennessee fans are what he might be wanting to play whoever their next guy is a full game so they can get a look at him and start preparing for next season he might be fine with that 
Yeah, meanwhile, we're letting Joe Milton hold us hostage for some reason, but whatever. Um, I I did. I just want to part with this little thing. Uh, I did. I happened to hit the the best straight today I've ever. I took old old Dominion total point scored in the game over twenty one and a half, and they hit before halftime. <laughs> Why can't they all be that easy, Russ? I think it was. I think they had twenty eight by halftime. Brutal. Had a rough uh, week at the office this weekend. Oh, I did too. I did too. The NFL has never been kind to Jamie. Um, but guys, um, I don't have much. It's uh, I. I haven't heard. Um, I know it's Monday. Uh, looking forward for another week of the of the truth turn. See what he's got out there for me. Living living his living in his fears and not his hopes. Uh, unlike what the great Philip Former used to tell us to do. Wait, worried what did, about what did you call? Are you talking about Tennessee Truth Teller Trey? That's what I said. What did you call him? Tennessee Truth Turd. <laughs> Jamie, you're very lucky pushing the limits of good taste, pushing the envelope. Multiple times. That phone call should have ended five minutes ago. Way too long. That's on me. That was Mark Richt-esque clock management on my part, and I'll take the hit on that one. I apologize. I'm sorry. It's on me. I'm sorry. Won't happen again. I'm sorry. Stay with us. The drive continues. 865-546-8200. Another big name in the SEC returning for another season. We'll let you know who that is when we continue next right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Rogers Utility Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues. Russell Bear, Tucker Harlan, back with you. Final segment of hour number two. If you want to jump in, a couple lines available right now. 865-546-8200, number to hop on board. Georgia quarterback Carson Beck announces he will be returning in 2024. So another year of Carson Beck for the Bulldogs. Dude, strange looking man. Is he good? Eh, who knows? It's weird because he just has so much talent around him. It's the same thing with Stetson Bennett. You know, it's like, sure they're fine, they're they're game managers sort of, but like they have all these pieces around them, so you just don't ever really know. Like they're probably not going to make it in the NFL. Do you know who he reminds me of? Remember the first time the first Men in Black movie? where he first goes down into the Men in Black headquarters and you're seeing all these people, you're finding out they're aliens from another planet. Oh, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen that. <clears throat> That's what he reminds me of. Like, it and, wouldn't surprise an alien? Oh. If, if, like, we found out he was... He's not as good as Stetson Bennett was. Hell no. no. I will say, though, that one throw he had down the sideline against Tennessee was one of the best thrown balls I've seen by a quarterback. Well, and, and Bennett was better the second year than he was the first year, so I sure. wonder if Beck continues to improve because he's more highly rated. He's taller and probably has a little bit better arm. Yeah. Did you all see that video of Stetson Bennett after the national championship game last year? That guy's basically uh, – it's some, you know – idiot georgia fan basically hands him a fifth of like 30 year old pappy van winkle and he just turns it smashes it up smashed 
Sure he has a tendency smashed. to do that. Is he, in, is he in rehab right now? No. He's not in rehab. He had some sort of incident, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kinda, he got caught drunk when he was supposed to be. Yeah, in Dallas somewhere, right? Instead of being where? He was supposed to be somewhere else. Or he's either down there for a workout or. Well, he had his whole uh, Good Morning America interview after the first yeah. national championship. Did go on TV, national television, smashed. Smashed! Uh, I'll tell you, nothing for me will top uh, Baker Mayfield's dumbass thinking that he was on a football field and he was going to outrun a cop and, you know. He, he was, was smashed and then he got smashed. Smashed! Into that brick wall. Hey, you got like spine busted into it. The old brain duster. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no referees on the street, Baker. Will Levis reportedly has a, a sprained ankle. That looked. Mm. I thought we had seen his last play. The way yeah, we never saw down. it. Like the, the when you're watching on you TV, they said he was going. It's down, so though. bad. We're not going to show you. And so immediately, we all think, "Well, he broke his leg." Oh, I thought it was awful in real time. I I could see him get bent backwards, like right where I was sitting. It's awful. Like get you, you bent tell. backwards, but you couldn't see his leg, his ankle. You just assumed the worst. I I haven't seen it. But it's it's a ankle sprain. He is able to get up and walk off, which you don't do on a broken leg, obviously. Well, I, it must have. I'm and I'm sure it did scare the hell out of him. But what scared me about it was, it was obvious from his reaction before he. I mean, when it first started, that he was he was freaking out as a tackle was being made. I guess he realized that his leg was caught at a weird in a weird position. So we have four or five starts now for for Levis by which to grade him, and it probably feels like his season is over. If it's a high ankle sprain, he obviously won't play this week against the – I would even if he can, Trevor Lawrence didn't come back, I'm not putting the Uh, franchise out there behind behind this offensive line. No. No. They're They're terrible. they, they, They hospitalize quarterbacks is what they do. Um, who's off? Okay, so tell me this: whose offensive line was worse? Was it the offensive line played that bad yesterday, or are these two like hyper elite defensive lines that can get after it? Because even that Jefferson, Danico Autry, he's a bad man. I love Danico. I mean, we were. I, I did it. Yeah. Uh, well, without Big Jeff, I mean, Devin Singletary was doing whatever he wanted to in the run game, and yeah, that's not a running back you should be giving up over 100 yards to in the NFL. And the tier tart situation, which is really Oh, it's weird. just gotten worse. Texans the picked, Texans him, picked up. him up. Oh, of course they did. Yeah, but how's he going to fit in? I mean, who's he going to play in front of on that damn D-line? But our boy, he looked good yesterday. Oh, Derek Barnett. Yeah, he did look good. He took Duncan and just threw him into Levis on that one play. Oh, my God. Do you imagine being that strong? You could. Are we back on the Derek Barnett better than Miles Garrett thing? He just had to get out of Philly to show it. Huh? Huh? No? I'm, yeah, I'm there. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh you're there? Yeah. Bears, bears back. <laughs> Don that hill. I never really <laughs> got off of it. <laughs> you know why? It's personal. Yeah, we know why. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to explain it. We know why. 865-546-8200. So, Levis has heard. Uh, Jeff has sent in a list of the, uh, you know, Ranker.com. You ever go look at Ranker? 
Yeah. They rank things. They do have a list of the best white running backs in NFL history. Really? Oh, dear. Hit me. I'm surprised because Bears, John Riggins thing, actually, according to Ranker, which I don't know what they use to rank this, Riggins is number two. <laughs> Riggins, people forget. I mean, it, a lot of people, um, you guys weren't alive for his glory days, but I guess you were. You weren't watching yet, Russ, but John Riggins, he was a bad man. Allstott, number three. Yeah. Larry Zonka, number four. Ooh, yeah. Jim Makes Taylor, sense. number five. Don't know who that is. Red Grange, number six. Now we're going He's back old. to the leather helmet days and segregation. Really Paul Horning, number seven. Packers, great. Boo. Doak Walker, number eight. He's pretty good. Rocky Blyer, number nine. He was good. Oh, he was good for the Steelers. He had like mangled feet from Vietnam and still yeah. was incredible. Yeah. See other notables, Danny Woodhead at 12, Peyton Hillis at 13, Tom Rathman at 14, Rex Rathman Burkhead bad, at 15. Bad, 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 bad man, Rathman. He was the first of the big, like, I don't know what you, like, hippopotamus-looking fullbacks, just giant muscle-bound dudes. They've got Austin Eckler on this list hmm. at number 15. Interesting. I, I don't think. I don't. I, there's something wrong with that picture. I have to go back. I can't picture Austin Eckler in my mind. I can. I can. But I'm, I'm pulling him up on the old laptop right now, and he doesn't look very white. Huh. Very tan. If he is. Who was number Hell one? Of a tan. McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey's. Uh, he's the. Uh, He's the best running back in the league right now, regardless of race, uh, religion, or creed, whatever that is. He's pretty good. What is your creed? Isn't you know? it the words you live by? A creed? A creed is a <laughs> Yeah, I know, but right? like, like they used to put those dis disclaimers for, you know, you will not be discriminated against due to race, religion, color, or creed. I don't have a creed other than to, can you take me higher? Trey is next. Good afternoon, Trey. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Oh, just have zero energy on this Monday, but that's okay. That's what Are you mailing it in already for Christmas holidays, Trey? <laughs> Ross, I was mailing it in last week, buddy. The most effort I gave, uh, you know, each day was when I would call into you guys to fight Kronos. So, well, I'll go ahead and tell you, man. <clears throat> I've been mailing it in. I'm mailing it in today for sure. As we were walking okay. into the control room, I was thinking, man, I can't wait till next week. Tucker, I mean, can, you you, can you detect any difference in Bear's effort today than, say, a month or two ago? No, he can't because I'm a pro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't detect any difference. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you guys are talking about the greatest uh, white running backs in NFL history, so, I mean, it's pretty clear that uh, you guys have already packed up and left for Christmas break, so it's okay. It's what we're all doing this week. Uh, guys, I love that, uh, you know, when I uh, when I decide it's time to place a friendly wager on college basketball, that we uh, we decide to figure out that we can shoot with the Spalding basketball. You like that? That was pretty cool. What did you get oh, yeah, the number man. at? Oh, I, I bumped it down. This is the best part. I bumped it down from uh, Smart. 149 and a half to 148 and a half. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, you idiot. Like, Whoa. Like, let's, let's get it just a little closer to even money. There we go. That won't matter. In the oh. End. I'll send you a picture of it on that's, Twitter. Uh, that's kidding. okay. I don't feel nearly as bad. I just pushed at 149, but I saw it at 150 earlier in the day, and I was just doing something else and didn't want to log in and, and place the bet. And I saw it later, like right before the game at 149, an hour or two before the game. I was like, yeah, it's still pretty good. I'll go ahead and take that. And I was sweating it out, but at least I didn't lose. That's tough. Yeah, I, Brutal I, beat. I, I, I was right there with you. I saw it at 150. It was like, oh, I got to, you know, I got to get on that. And then I, I forgot about it. And when I came back, it moved a point. But hey, point, single point never matters. But guys, uh, speaking of uh, bets and gambling, has you said on VR, uh, and I was passed out by halftime, but you said on VR that, uh, you know, we, you, we've got a bet in place. I've, I've not heard Protos accept his end of the bet. He didn't. We did it. That is make, true. We did not make okay. him do it yet. Because right, he, he didn't call in on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. No. A so. little a little suspense for the rest of the week here, Kronos. So we did not get to that. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Will you accept Tennessee Truth Teller Trey? What you called him is very rude. Uncalled for. Will you accept Trey's wager? We expect to hear from you tomorrow on these airwaves. Yeah. Also, guys, I uh, I did a little digging because I asked, you know, I finally pinned him down on Twitter and uh, another basher, and I asked if you could press a button and poof, Rick Barnes is not our coach anymore. Nothing else is guaranteed by pressing that button, just that he's not our coach. Would you press it? And he and the other basher said yes. And then one uh, one commented, you know, just look at, uh, you know, ask Texas how they felt since he's left. So I pulled up their record. You know, the dynasty that Texas has has built since Rick Barnes left really, really emboldens their argument. They've done absolutely nothing since he's left them. And they're a better basketball school than we are. So I think that just, you know, I'm glad they brought that up because I think that's the final, you know, nail in that, in the coffin of that argument. I mean, just look at Texas. Mm. Is that what you want to be? No, we've had the better I mean, program. For we have, but play devil's, I mean, Chris Beard was getting ready to, he was getting them ready to get up and rolling he was before, and then he decided uh, his old lady to... broke his glasses and whatever yeah. happened there which is you know people that that kind of stuff happens to usually it's only a matter of time just just saying that is a good point but uh <laughs> uh but yeah i mean guys it is it's it's one of those things like the way i look at it we've got a maybe a 15 to 20 percent chance that we'll find a better coach than rick barnes and we've got probably a sixty to seventy percent chance we'll get a worse coach. I don't want to roll the dice on those odds. Those are those are totally my made up odds, but I just based off our history and you know the, everything that's happened, I don't I don't feel comfortable, uh, you know, giving up really good to try to get you know great. In fairness just, to your Twitter poll, your question though, Trey, it's really hard not to press a big button, right, Bear? Yeah, hey. yeah. Especially if it looks like a uh, like a, a Minuteman nuclear missile. Would you press button. the Rick Barnes disappear button? No. Why don't no. you put that put that poll in the field, Russ? If you uh, if you dare, I don't want because people are going to be mean to me. This is the way it always works. Even though it is a fascinating question to contemplate, and I wouldn't press the button, you wouldn't. Bear would. I don't think most people would. 
the way that works is like I just looking at my mentions for the next 24 hours of people. Why would you even ask that? That's a terrible question to ask. We hate you. And uh, it's not good for my mental health, so I'm not going to. Thank you, though, Trey. Appreciate it. Stay with us. Hour number three of The Drive coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Hey, Fan Run listeners.